Hello. <laughs> Hi, Jamie. Good morning. Good morning. I think this is our first time recording this not in person. A hundred percent. This is exactly. I was actually nervous that you had so much confidence that this would work um, because in my head, this was going to be like downloading an app. I mean, I was thinking I was going to have to create some sort of soundproof studio in my home and you you were like, just click here. (laughs) <laughs> that might be that might be misplaced confidence. We'll see if this actually works okay, or not. Okay, let's. I'm gonna prove you wrong. Yeah, as I'm saying work. that, you're a little blurry. So Uh-oh, let's just let's just well, hope this whole thing works out. You know we'll what? Hope for the best. Let's do it. If okay. anything, this this might end up being an audio only episode, which is hey, hey that's that's fine. That's totally fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, how are you today? I I actually feel great. <laughs> I'm very curious to hear how you feel. Uh, yesterday was a big day. Yeah, I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling yeah. I we were talking a little bit before we started recording and I've been feeling moments of energy and then moments of just like I could fall asleep standing up kind of thing. Totally. Um so it's it's definitely ebbing and flowing, but um overall all things considered feeling pretty good. I mean, is there any muscle in your body that is not sore today? <sighs> no, I can't. <laughs> No, my, yeah, my back is surprisingly sore. Like my shoulders, like I mostly. Honestly, of, nothing should be surprising. Yeah. Like everything should hurt. And I can't believe you're actually like dressed and out of bed. Yeah. Honest. I mean, my bed is like <laughs> a few feet that way. So you're it like wasn't. I rolled over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My legs are definitely the worst. Like just like sitting down hurts. Um, yeah. Everything hurts. Stevie, is, this is our first time recording from home. So Stevie might be acting up a little bit. I hope we get a so, Stevie. Stevie sighting. Um, Exciting. Yeah. Um, so what's funny about you being sore is because my family came to cheer you on yesterday and where we parked to where we had to go to cheer you on was like over a mile of a, of a little jaunt. Yeah. And when we left, we're walking back. I was tired from yeah. that <laughs> mile walk, two miles round trip. Um, and I just thought, how, how did he do this? Yeah. How, and also when you were leaving the whole experience, how did you even get up and move? Like, how did you get to your car? Were you in the farmer's market parking? No, I was, that was honestly probably one of the worst parts of the whole day is after I finished my yeah. car was in a parking lot that was four miles away. No. And I wasn't, there were like, there were buses that were taking people back, but they could, okay. only, they could only load a few people at a time because people yeah. had their, their bikes with them. Um, so I ended up just riding my bike back to the <gasps> parking lot afterwards, which was oh. four, four miles. It was rough. Like the, the, there's probably about two hours from when I finished yesterday to when I was like back home sitting on the couch. And those were a pretty, a rough two hours. I was just okay. like, so ready to be off my feet. But I think you should just take us from the beginning and <laughs> just guide us through. Cool. Let's start do that. to finish. Okay, let's start with Friday. Let's start. Okay. Actually, I'd love to hear about your Friday too, because Friday I didn't do much Iron Man stuff. Okay. Um, Friday for me was mostly more house stuff. We're this is our first time. There's a little sneak peek of the I house know. you can see. So um, cool. It's coming together really, really well. Yeah. Uh, Friday we were like organizing the garage. We were doing some returns, um, making kind of the final punch list of things that needs to get finished still. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Friday was just stuff around the house and then went out to dinner, tried a new restaurant in our neighborhood. Okay. Um, it's called the brick and it's kind of funny. It's in like a gas station parking lot. Um, so we didn't have super high expectations going into it. I mean, um, 
but not surprising. It had good reviews on Yelp, so we're like, let's check check it out. Yeah, and it was cool. It was like surprisingly a very like cool environment in there, and really great food. It was like an American Asian fusion kind of menu. Ooh. Really good. It was that's packed. what I am. Like we had. <laughs> <laughs> You would love it then. You would love it's it. We'll take, we'll, we'll take you there sometime. Um, okay, wait. But, I'm sorry. You said it's in the parking lot of a gas station. Yeah. That feels small. I was it, imagining like a walk-up. This is like an actual sit-down restaurant. It's kind of like a little strip mall with next to a gas station. Like, okay. There's like okay. two other little restaurants, a dry cleaner. It's just like okay. this little strip of businesses that share the parking lot with the gas station. Okay. Okay. Um, got it. But yeah, it was uh, it was great. It was yeah. awesome. We got some like bulgogi tots. Yeah. And then got some like a couple smash burgers. Um, it was, yeah, it was de- delicious. That sounds amazing. So yeah, that was our Friday night. What did you do Friday? Okay. Friday, we, um, Friday was super nice. So we told the girls they could each have a friend over and we pretended we were still on summer break. Um, Piper and her friend made homemade lemonade. And I mean, 5 p.m. on a Friday night made eight bucks each. Pretty good deal. They were out there for like an hour. (laughs) And in our neighborhood, it's not like there's a ton of traffic. So they got really lucky. Some generous neighbors around here for sure. How much much does one charge for lemonade nowadays? Well, I thought they were saying it's free, but you could leave a tip. (laughs) And I'm not sure what, I'm not sure what ended up being on their, on their thing. Um, you know what? That's actually brilliant because if it, they if they had to list a price, let's say they do yes. fifty cents or a dollar, like yes. a lot of people are going to leave that amount. But if right. they say free with a tip, their people people are probably going to leave more than they would otherwise. Well, and if you think about it, with a tip, you're probably not going to have like a five dollar bill and be like, "Can I get change?" Like, yeah. like, I wouldn't. I would just whatever I had, I would just give them. So yeah, it kind of leaves it open so wow um strategic pricing i like i like the the business (laughs) mindedness there that's great well it's funny because i had to talk her out of her other um her other strategy was going to say that her dad is a firefighter and that the money is going to charity but in fact there was no said charity it was her pocket and so i had to have a conversation about we don't trick people into giving money (laughs) just be honest. You're providing a valuable service. I was trying to also teach her, like, you don't need to hide the fact that you are making something of pride. You know, it's like, number one, we don't lie. Number two, find pride in the fact that you made something and you want to sell it to somebody. And so it ended up being a a life lesson and a a business lesson all in one. (laughs) It's a good parents, good parenting moment. Yeah. Um, okay. And then Alice had a friend over as well. They were more like pool party sleepover. Um, so yeah, it was funny today. Chad was like, I'm pretty outnumbered in this house. Like every person and animal is a girl. And so (laughs) when we have weekends like this, it's like, you know, girly movies, lots of like screaming and silliness. Um, so unfortunately for him, it's, it's the hand he was dealt, but that was Friday. Um, (laughs) Honestly, I'll, I'll kind of blow through my weekend because not like not super crazy, ton of stuff. Saturday, we ended up, um, we had kind of the day to ourselves. So we went up to Bainbridge Island. Have you ever done that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Bainbridge is cool. Bainbridge is cute. I love that. I feel like near us, there are a couple little towns like Polesbow and Bainbridge and just little pockets that you go and you're like, there's a strip of, of restaurants and shops and 
um, just, I don't know, within a couple hours drive, you have all these different little destinations you can go tour for the day. So we went into that. Um, it How did you get there? Did you oh, drive? Drove. I, okay. I know we've done it where we took the ferry before, but this time we were like, it's just drive. It's only an hour to drive from our house versus yeah. the ferry. Sometimes when you're waiting in line, it just takes a little bit longer. So, um, that was most of Saturday. We kind of had a slower morning and then went and did that in the afternoon. And then that's your, your thing about the little small town vibe. That, that's yeah, honestly yeah. one of my favorite uh, places to visit, or and not Bainbridge specifically, but in general, like yeah. a little town that has a few like restaurants, a coffee shop, a bakery, yes. a general store. Like those are my favorite little towns to visit. Like if I can, if, if a weekend away for me, if I can be walking, walkable to like a little, yeah. little neighborhood like that and, and go to all the different places. Like that's my favorite. A hundred percent. And I find with our family, it feels like there's usually all the boxes are checked. Like there's usually some sort of store with toys for my yeah. kids. There's usually like a home decor place I can, I can peruse. There's usually a coffee shop for Chad. Like there's always something that everybody in our family enjoys. Yeah. So that's a great little thing. Have um, you done Vashon yet? No, but somebody was just telling us about a cidery on Vashon. We need to go try. I think you would love Vashon. Vashon has okay. that, that similar vibe, the downtown area. They do, they do like a farmer's market. There's bakeries, yeah. all sorts of cool little stuff. Um, okay. Yeah. I know we did it once like years ago. And I remember it was like kind of yucky weather and we didn't get to explore a ton. But we'll, we'll definitely give it a second go. Um, and then I'm trying to think. Sunday, we... Um, just to, I'll wrap up my Sunday and then we'll hear all about your Ironman. But uh, we went to church in the morning and then we came to see you and we ended the evening at a friend's house. They did um, homemade pizzas. They have like a legit nice. pizza oven that they've built out of brick wow. in their backyard. Um, and so we had these really yummy homemade pizzas. And it was so fun because it was a little bit like we would sit around their island and we would have like, he'd make a pizza and bring it and we'd try it and they'd make another one. It was almost like a, um, like a revolving dinner menu. Like it was like, he'd make one and then we'd eat and then he'd make another one. It wasn't like sit down and here's all these different things. It was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, but what was also really funny about Sunday is as my day was going, I downloaded your tracker. And so from the beginning of the day, I was starting to get updates on what was happening in your adventures. Yeah. And it was like, I felt like I was with you. I'm not going to lie. I was like, <laughs> there was something that I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. I'm like getting updates. Like as I'm sitting, drinking my coffee, you were in the water like, yeah. swimming and then you'd get, you do your transition and I would get an update of like, okay, he's gotten through that. Now he's doing this. And I'm like, you know, brushing my teeth. I'm just, it's so, it was such a funny like thing in my head to be getting updates on what was happening in the Ironman for you. But yeah. I'm also just living my normal life. Like, yeah. It was actually pretty comical. At one point I was eating lunch and you were like checking in at one of your bike <laughs> checkpoints. And I was like, way to go, buddy. Yeah. That's cool. I, I have the notifications on, on my phone as well. So I, I was kind of keeping up with other people throughout the day. So okay, my friend okay. EJ, EJ was doing it and then um, yeah. other friend Austin Schneider and then my friend Marissa were all doing it. So I had okay. notifications turned on for all four of us. Yes. And it as as each of us was like finishing different points out the day, it was cool to just like get those updates. And yeah, um, when uh, overall the whole day was like super emotional for me at different points. Okay. And like I remember when EJ, I was I was like rooting for him because he was. I could see throughout the day that he was on track for under six hours, which um, is a great time. Yeah. And when he was like, 
I kept like seeing when he finished his bike, I'm like, all right, there's like, he has like an hour and 50 minutes left or something for his run. And I knew, I knew that he could most likely do the run in that amount of time. And each checkpoint, I like kept seeing him getting closer and closer. And then I saw the notification that he finished um, in like five hours, 59 minutes and 20 (gasps) seconds or something. Wow! And I was still on my run that when I saw that, but I just like, I was just like so stoked for him and just like, just such a cool moment to be able to see I don't know, just see what other people are at throughout the day too. So it was I cool. I mean, thank goodness for technology because yeah. what a cool thing. The worst part for me was when you ran past us. I don't know <laughs> if you <laughs> saw this. I So we got there around two o'clock, I think. And your mom at one point thought you were going to be passing us at 2.15. So I was stressing because I'm like, we are, you know, having to park and walk towards where we we're going. And that, you know, a mile walk. For a family of four, yeah, <laughs> I'm just like complaining about the mile I had to do, and you did seventy. Um, anyways, and then so, but then luckily we had some downtime, so it was fine. We we were able to like wait for you, and then I'm tracking you, and it's showing that you're like at the finish line. It's like showing you're like you're there. And Brian told us you were maybe not wearing a short a shirt, or it was maybe red. Like he didn't really know. So we, from a distance, would see people running, and we were like, "Is that him? Is that that kind of looks like him?" And then what happened? And multiple false alarms, like multiple times, we started to hold up the signs, and then as they got closer, we we're like, <laughs> "And so then when you, I look down to track, and I just hear you, you go, "Hi guys," and I look up, and you are past us. <laughs> my whole goal was going to be to record you coming towards us and get it on camera of you running and like scan over. And I think I caught like the back of you, like way far in the distance. Yeah. <laughs> I was hey. like, we were so excited to be there and be like, go crazy. And then it was like, so like, wait, he's already done. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, I do want to say thank you for, for being there. Like if, oh, having my gosh. you there, your family, and then my, my parents and my, my dad had to go to a memorial yesterday for somebody. Um, right. And so he was able to be there in the morning. So my my grandpa and my dad were there in the morning. And then uh, my mom and Easton were there uh, at a, a midpoint on the bike ride. They saw me go yeah, by. Oh my gosh, then, that's cool. Yeah. And then Brian saw me at the beginning of my run with Stevie. And then you were there towards the end of the run. And then my mom yeah. and Brian were at the finish line. So it was really fun yeah. having people like at four or five or six different points throughout right. the day that yeah. I got to wave to and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It, it was very, very nice having the, the support there. So oh, it was so cool. Um, yeah. So I guess I'll, let me just start on Saturday. Cause pretty much okay. Saturday to Sunday were fully consumed by the Ironman stuff. So Saturday I did my very last training, uh, session. So I okay. went to the, went to Lake Washington by my house, um, and swam a little bit. Basically, everything I read online was like the day before the race, you're supposed to do the swim, the bike, and the run like a little bit, like 10 to 15 minutes each okay. just to make just to get your body like warmed up, but you yeah. don't want to go intense at all. You just want to kind of make sure that um, your body's you know, ready to go and that you can kind of practice all the transitions and stuff as well. So I went down to the lake, I swam like 0.2 miles, and then I biked. Um, like three and a half miles. And then okay. I ran like a mile and a half or something. So in yeah. total, I, I did like an hour, hour's worth of stuff, um, including the transition. So that was just kind of a nice day before warm up, And then from there came home. And then I went, uh, Brian and I went to 
the actual location of the Ironman. So to Maple Valley and I had to go and like check in and, um, I got my, I had to leave my bike there overnight. Um, which was crazy to me to think about. So the, the, the people have some cra- I don't know if you were noticed at all. Some of the bikes that people have are yes. insane. I <laughs> like, did notice in, that actually. Insane bikes. Um, yeah, very serious racers yes. out there. Yeah. Um, I was estimating, I think there were 1,500 people there. Let me do a quick calculation wow. here real quick. I think it was 1,500 racers. Okay. And I want to average, the average bike is probably about $5,000. Um, the, the low end for a bike is like one to 2,000. The high end is like 10 to 20,000. So I, I would estimate like five grand is about the, the, the average. Okay. Um, 1,500 people. That means there were seven and a half million dollars worth of bikes left there overnight. And I mean, what's the security situation? What did they tell you? I'm not sure. They didn't tell me anything, but I was like, they must have like security here staying overnight. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and the whole, the whole, all the logistics were pretty good. Like they had to, you know, to get into the actual training or transition area where all of our bikes were, you had to like show your pass and then to take, to take your bike out at the end, you had to show your pass. So it was like, they definitely had good uh, protect like measures in place to make sure stuff didn't get stolen. But, but like yeah. nothing to say, this is my bike. Like you could have full on taken somebody's really high end. No, so bike. I had to I had to have a sticker on my bike that matched the okay. number okay. on my wristband. Right. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. Okay. Um, I was like, yeah. missed opportunity. I, wasn't <laughs> I know. I I wish. I wish there were some yeah crazy crazy bikes. Um, but yeah, anyway, so we, Saturday we checked in, dropped off the bike, um, went through the whole like Ironman village, which is like this bunch of different stuff. They have a big like tent with, um, all this like swag and stuff you can purchase. Um, it's like a lot of it's like Lululemon. So it's like nice stuff. I got a a shirt, I got a hat, um, and got a couple other things. And then there's like a little orientations. They, they show you all the rules and, um, kind of take you through the, which apparently I wasn't listening to the rules super well. I thought that I was, but there were yeah. two mm-hmm. two things I didn't know about um, that I'll get to in a second. <laughs> um, so yeah, did the orientation. Um, I saw my friend Marissa who did the right the race as well, and we we chatted for a little bit. Yeah, and then there were like a bunch of samples of different stuff. Um, so got some of that, and then I feel like we were there for like a couple hours on Saturday. So just like going through all the motions of getting everything ready for the next day. And then came back home on Saturday. Uh, my parents came home, came over. They brought pizza and just kind of chatted on our deck for a little bit and just just hung like, out with them for a bit. How are you feeling on Saturday <laughs> evening? Are you just like your adrenaline's pumping and you're excited? Are you like maybe I shouldn't? Yes, <laughs> I just like not. I definitely, mean. yeah, definitely pretty anxious. I'd say excitement was I, I was texting ej and um austin and marissa the day before and yeah just kind of hearing where each of them were at and for for most of them they seemed more excited than i was feeling <laughs> i okay. was feeling definitely more on the anxious side um but also just excited for the day excited for just like the a- anything like that like it's such good energy like once yeah. you get there it's like everybody's there for the same thing everybody's in the same boat like right, it's right um yeah so definitely excited but okay. also very, uh, I think a lot of my anxiety came from the fact that I hadn't, I haven't trained much over the last month. I was training really well for like, like six months in a row. And then the last month with like moving and everything, I've just sure. like, I have not had 
enough time to train as much as I should have. Okay. Okay. Um, so that's where my anxiety was coming from was like, I just don't know. Like, I'm hoping I can get through this, but I haven't yeah. been training as much as I would have liked to. So, okay. um, yeah. So the day before did the, um, went there, got hung out with my parents a little bit. I went to bed like around 8 PM on Saturday night. Yeah. Um, cause I had to wake up at 4 AM Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. So Saturday also got all my stuff ready. Like check, check, double checked all my supplies and my food and set out all my stuff. Okay. Sunday morning, I woke up at four, um, actually feeling pretty awake, which was nice. Um, and then from four to five, I kind of just like took my time. I had some coffee, had some toast and um, like did my, all my morning stuff, did my okay. like Spanish practice and stuff. Good for you. Yeah. I really, I really wanted to not feel rushed. So I, I gave myself some extra time in the morning. Okay. Um, so, and then I think I left my house around five fifteen. uh, drove to the school where we where the, where the parking lot was, yeah. um, got on a bus and then made it to the actual, uh, course around like five forty five probably. Okay. Um, and then pretty much the next hour I was just like getting all, getting all my stuff settled, uh, making sure my bike tires were pumped up. Um, my grandpa and dad were there in the morning. So I went and mm-hmm. talked to them for a little bit, okay. but overall, like a pretty relaxing morning. <laughs> like yeah. I, yeah. I had enough time that I wasn't feeling overly stressed or Good anything for you to like structure and plan for that time. Yeah. I definitely yeah. want, I wanted to go into it as like feeling as peaceful as I could. Sure. Um, and then around six thirty, six forty-five, I like put on my wetsuit, um, Something that's kind of gross, but I'll just just share it is it, yeah. the the, por- the porta potties are absolutely disgusting. <laughs> okay. It's so gross because everybody's like drinking all their coffee and stuff to get their their you know bowel movements you. out of the way, yes. and it is the bathroom lines are so long. Like you you wait twenty minutes to to use the bathroom, and they yeah. just are just so gross. Um, so that's probably the worst part. One, one of the worst parts of <laughs> that. It, that's gotta be, I, I didn't even think about bowel movements. I was actually thinking like, I, I would probably just like pee yourself like the whole time, the whole day. Yeah. I, you're just, you're not stopping. Yeah. You just like, but I peed, the other I peed side, a little bit different. in the lake. Yeah, I peed a little bit you. in the lake, good but I did you. somebody on the, the bike, <laughs> the bike route was holding up a sign on the side of the road. And they said like, they said like, um, smile if you peed yourself while on the bike ride or Hilarious. something like that. It was super funny. That Thankfully is I did not. So funny. I did pull over to pee once on the bike ride, but it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Much easier. Okay, for so, yeah. <laughs> so 645 is when the transition area closed. So they basically said you have to get out of this area and go start like get in line for the, for the swim. Um, the actual race started at seven. Um, and I was thinking I'd be, I knew that I wanted to be one of the first people in the water because yeah. I, they usually have the fastest people go first, but I thought I'd be in the water by like seven fifteen. I didn't get in the, into the water until seven fifty six. Whoa. So for over an hour, um, I was, they, they do like the whole, it was cool. They do like the national anthem and stuff. They okay. have like the mayor of Maple Valley and the mayor of black diamond were there. Oh, cool. okay. Some city council and stuff were there to like yeah. give little, little announcements and stuff. Um, and then some like country recording artist was there okay. to do the, the national anthem. I have no idea who it was, but they made, made sure to mention that it was a country, you know, national yep. recording artist, yep. recording artist. Um, and then basically the way that they do it is they, every five seconds, 
they have two people get in the water. So starting at seven, um, you basically line up by how long you think it's going to take you to do the swim. Okay. So um, at the very front is the people who are going to do it under 30 minutes. And then it's like 30 to 35, 35 to 40, 45 to 50, et cetera. Um, okay. So I, I estimated I'd do it in about 50 minutes. So I was towards, towards the, the back. Um, so for that reason, I was waiting for a long time. <laughs> like I was literally waiting there for almost an hour. Um, I kept uh, going back to the whole bathroom thing. I kept... <laughs> Having to, I had my, my wetsuit on, yeah. but I kept feeling like, okay, I, I want to pee right before I'm going to go in the water so that I yeah. can just like get it out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think I, t- I took my wetsuit on and off like three times <laughs> just so that I could time it right. Well, um, and I don't want to, I don't want to air any of your dirty laundry, but I have noticed you do frequent the restroom. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Often, on a regular day. You. 100%. You do so. I imagine a on a thing. day like today, even more so. You're like, yeah, jeez. And yeah, are you Mil- like Miller's Miller? Place? Like jogging? Are you stretching? Are you just like I couldn't? I feel like I'd have all this like anxiousness in my body. I wouldn't know what to do with that. Yeah, a lot of stretching. Um, okay. I would. My grandpa and dad were towards the uh, the entry point to the water, so I went oh, down and talked nice. to them a couple times and okay. watched people go in and stuff. Okay. So. Um, yeah, just, and chatting with people around me and stuff, like honestly the, the energy and the people and everything, like we're, we're one of the best parts of it. Just like okay. really, I could imagine really, really awesome race to energy. All the volunteers are amazing. All the spectators are amazing. Like yeah. really, really great energy all around. Yeah. Um, so I got in the water around, I think seven fifty six and, uh, made friends with the person next to me. So basically two people get in the water at a time. Um, I got, we each got each other's like names. We didn't have our phones or anything. So we couldn't like exchange information, but we we got each other's like numbers and we ended up looking each other up after the race. Oh, that's cool. Now we're following each other on Instagram. Oh my gosh. Um, I love it. So got in the water, um, going up to this day, I knew that the swim, or I thought that the swim would be my hardest of the three disciplines. I'm just, I'm not a strong swimmer. Um, I get anxiety in the water, um, and I was expecting it to be worse than it was, honestly. Um, it, it's this weird. And so it it felt good. Like, honestly, the swim felt fine. Um, it felt very long. Like it took me almost, it took me around an hour to do the swim. Okay. Um, so it's pretty much distance. What was the 1.2 miles? 1.2. And is it something where if you didn't pass it, you like, don't move on. Yeah. So that, that was the thing for me. So I, the, the cutoff time is an hour and 10 minutes. So I okay. I was like pretty close to the cutoff time. Okay. Um, and some people finished in under 30 minutes, which I'm like, I don't even understand how that's physically possible. No, I don't actually think mm, that's yeah. a fish. That's not a human. I've definitely accepted the fact that I'm not fast at these things, but I am just like committed to finishing them. Like that's, yeah. that's my goal is just to, just to get that's through great. it and to, to yeah. check it off the list. I probably will never be somebody who will who will win any of these things or place or anything, but that's okay with me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So the swim took me about an hour. Um, honestly the swim and the run both like they're so monotonous cause you, you're just, you don't have music to listen to. Like even the, you can't was, have music in your run. That was one of the rules that I broke, which I <gasps> didn't realize is okay. you're not, I, I knew that you weren't supposed to have headphones on the bike ride, which makes sense. But I thought you could have headphones on the run. And yeah. as soon as I, as soon as I left for the run, the a lady said, you can't have headphones. I was like, I was like at all. 
And she's like, yeah, you can't have them on the run. Just and just like, <laughs> yeah. And I, I have never run that far without headphones. Like it was, <sighs> yeah. And I, that's how I distract myself is I have my, my running mixes that I listen well, to. And I thought that was a strategy. I thought people put playlists together for like distance, you know, like yeah. I, wow. Okay. And you so, learn yeah, that as you're going to start your run. They're like, hey, right. sir, take that out. Yeah. And I, I should have probably read the rules more closely and I could have probably known that ahead of time, but, um, you know, I, I'll know for next you time, know? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So the swim, um, it's a lot of just very repetitive getting through the yeah. water. Um, I kept veering off. Like apparently I swim in a crooked line. So I kept ending up going this way. And then the, one of the people on a paddleboard would be like, go back. So I'd have to yeah. go back. Yes. Um, but I got through it about an hour, got out of the water. Um, and then did the transition. Um, my transitions were, I, I should have honestly practiced them more than I did because they, they took me a while. These are critical. I can't yeah. speak from experience, but I've heard the transitions are an important part of this whole process. Yeah. I, it took me, the first one took me about 10 minutes and the second one took me about 10 minutes. Okay. Um, EJ finished his in like four to five minutes each, which is crazy to me. So, um, he's, he's practiced. Is this his first Ironman? Sure. First one. Yeah. Okay. But he killed it. Yeah. Um, so did the transition, took my wetsuit off, uh, put my bike gear on, uh, use a porta potty again, <laughs> and then left for my bike ride. Uh, bike ride was good. It's, it's one of those things where it's like at the beginning you have all this adrenaline and you're like, all right, yeah. I, gotta, I gotta go, gotta go. And then you realize I'm going to be on this bike for like three to three and a half hours. Yeah, and calm down. Yeah, yeah. So you just kind of got to like settle in and yeah. just em embrace that it's going to take a long time. Um, what and was the actual like track like? Like, was it hilly? Was it yeah. pretty flat? Really hilly. Had you practiced hills? I practiced hills. What I should have done and that, what I was hoping to do within the last month is do the actual course, which yeah. um, I think all, I think Marissa, EJ and Austin all did the course prior. So they knew what to expect, Oh, okay. um, which I just didn't, I wasn't able to get to that. So yeah. it was my first time doing the course and yeah, really hilly. Like okay. there's a few, there's a few Hills that are like a beast <laughs> and yeah. um, a lot of people end up walking their bikes. I was very proud of myself. I was able to do the whole thing without getting off my bike, okay. which was, um, which was definitely the goal there. But yeah, I mean, you're moving like you're on the lowest gear you can possibly get on. You're moving like four to five miles an hour. Like if I were to have gotten off my bike, I probably could have gone faster than I was That's on my bike. Funny. Um, but yeah, so there are a few really rough hills, but overall the course is beautiful. Like it's, um, it's all like mostly open roads. Yeah. I was super impressed with like the police presence everywhere. Like yeah. I, there was zero point the entire 56 miles where I had to like slow down on a street. Crazy. Like the entire time, every single intersection, every single spot where there were cars, the police were like mo monitoring it. I bet there were hun over a hundred police officers. Um, they yeah. were like supervising it, making sure that the bikers could get through. Right. Um, so that was super impressive. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, did the bike ride, uh, beautiful ride. I, it was honestly another, just, so such good energy. Like every time I would pass somebody or somebody would pass me, it'd be like, you know, like good work. Like how you feeling? Yeah. Like everybody's talking to each other, really good energy. Um, and then, uh, I think it took me around three and a half hours through the bike. And okay. this whole time, like I said, I have my phone on the little thing and I'm seeing all the, all the notifications like EJ's at this point, Mercer's at this point. And it was just, yeah. it was just fun to see those. Um, and then got through to the, 
second transition a, a little under five hours. And I knew that my goal was to do under seven hours. That was my goal okay. going into it. Um, and, well, my, my main goal was just to finish it, but I did have the secondary goal to be under seven sure. hours. Yeah. Um, so I got through the transition. I think I started uh, the run at around five hours and like two minutes. So I knew okay. I had a two just, hours, under, just, just under two under, hours yeah. to do it, yeah. which on any normal day, a two hour half marathon is doable for me. But yeah. on a day where I just swam 1.2 miles and mm-hmm. biked 56 miles, mm-hmm. that's a little bit more daunting. Um, so pretty much the entire run, I was doing mental math, like the entire time. Okay. Because I had, I had nothing else to do. I couldn't listen to music. I couldn't yes. distract myself with that. Um, I, you know, I like, it was a very repetitive trail. Like it was a beautiful trail. It was through the, through the woods next to a river the whole time. Okay. But it looked the same. Like there was no variety to the Got trail it. whatsoever. It yeah. was 13 miles of exactly the same. Okay. Um, so that I couldn't distract myself with that either. So the whole time I was like calculating my, in my head. Hi, Stevie. <laughs> um, how, how many miles do I have left? How much time do I have left to get it done under seven hours? And then what do I, what pace do I need to do to achieve that? Okay. Um, so it was pretty much constant. I was so, so tempted to walk like so many times. Yeah. And if I didn't have this like time clock for the under seven hours thing, I probably would have walked quite a few times because I was just like dead. My well, legs were legs were yeah. jelly. I was going to say, I feel like we were tracking. And at one point, one of your check-ins, you were running like eight minute miles. I think that there was one, there were two miles where I was like in the eights. Yeah, and it was then, crazy. We were like, yeah. if he, yeah. Okay. Okay. But so you're, you're them- knowing that you are aware, like, okay, that mile I just finished and it's only that's at a time. Yeah. So if I'm, I keep this. I'm looking, I'm looking at my watch probably every 20 seconds. <laughs> like, okay. Where am I at? Like, am I going fast enough? Um, it was stressful, but, and I was also just like, so exhausted. So I'm just like, do I, the thing I kept reminding myself is like, I've been training for this for like over six months. Yeah. Like it's really going to suck for the next hour and a half. Like it's going to be a really difficult hour and a half, but I'm going to be so proud of myself if I do it under the seven hours. Like I know I can do it. It'd be easier for just to walk this part, but I know that if I push through it, I will be able to get under seven hours and I mean, that feeling will make it worth it. So the mental game at that point yeah. is so tricky because at some point you're like, okay, for sure. I'm going to finish this goal one check. Like yeah. I'm, I'm going to end it. Do I want to stick to the seven hour goal? Like to me, that yeah. would be like, I would be negotiating so hardcore with myself of like, right. I just told myself I wanted to finish. Like, do I go? But then seeing it's doable, you're doing the math and you're like, if I just keep this pace, yeah. I mean, even though your and, body is like, I want to take a nap. But. And that, that was the consensus is I pretty much, I was running about a nine, nine minute, five second on average mile. Okay. And I knew that in order to finish an under two or under seven hours, I had to keep that pretty much exact same pace. Yeah. <laughs> so anytime I stopped to get a drink of water, which I did stop to get water and Gatorade and stuff. Um, I knew it would subtract from my time or add to my time. Um, and then one other thing, so I mentioned the rule, the rules that I broke. So the first one was the music. I wasn't supposed to listen to music. Right. Thankfully, I didn't get any penalty for that. She's just like, okay. you can't, you have to take your headphones out. I'm like, oh, okay. So I put them in my little pocket. Um, the second rule that I 
broke was uh, I was so hot. I was so overheated and warm when I was starting the run yeah. that I decided to take my like my biking shirt off because it's so like tight and confined and I was just yeah. feeling so overheated. So I'm like, yeah. I'm just going to run without my shirt on. And I, I like, I prefer running without my shirt on just because I feel more like free or whatever. Sure. Um, and I saw other people without their shirts on. I like, as yeah. I was leaving the transition area, I saw the people that were shirtless. I'm like, oh, it must be fine. Yeah. And then I also remember reading the rules and it said, you must wear a shirt on the bike, but I don't remember seeing anything about the run. But anyway, so I was probably like three miles into my run and some lady on a bike, she's one of the referees. She pulls me over <laughs> and she was like, stand there for 30 seconds. Don't move. <clears throat> You're getting a penalty. And she basically said, um, you're violating the rule that you have to wear a shirt. Um, so you have to, you're getting a 30 second penalty right now. If I, if you don't have a shirt on next time I see you, um, you're getting kicked out of the race. <gasps> and in that, like my instant reaction was like, where am I going to get a shirt? <laughs> like, yeah. Am I supposed to run back to my no. thing? My, and then she, then the next thing she said, she's like, um, the next, uh, water station, they have some volunteer shirts you can grab. And I was like, okay, thank God. So I basically stood there for 30 seconds and then was off again. I grabbed a shirt from the next one okay. and it said, it said volunteer on it. So <laughs> probably 10 times throughout the rest of the race, I had people say, Oh, one of the volunteers is running. One of the volunteers is That's running. Hilarious. And you I, the, inside out, I would have liked inside out. I should have <laughs> the, the first three or four people that said that I was like, Oh yeah, I just got, I got a penalty for not wearing a shirt. So they made me put it on. Yeah. But then after that, I'm like, I'm just, I'm Nobody so cares. exhausted. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not explaining myself anymore. So, um, yeah. So I got a shirt on. Which, Do you know why that's a rule? No. And it's, it's hilarious to me because for the swim, there were guys wearing speedos, like yeah. nothing, nothing but a speedo. And which I mean, is surely great. it's not modesty. It can't no. be that. So like, on the run or on the swim, that's allowed. It's just funny to me on the run. It's not, I get on the bike, I get requiring a shirt. Cause it's like, there might be leaves or stuff flying at you. So it's more of like a protection oh, thing okay. or whatever, but okay. just, I don't know. Um, but yeah, on the run, I don't get it. I I've other races I've done shirts are not required on the run. So I'm not okay. sure, but whatever. And, I, and I, I should have known. You changed, so your run outfit was totally different from your bike outfit, or are you wearing the same shorts that you biked in? Same shorts the whole day. So my, okay. I, same shorts for the swim that I put the wetsuit over, and then I wore those shorts with a shirt on the, with like a triathlon shirt on the bike. And then had I known, I would have just kept that shirt on for the yeah. run, but I was just, I was just so overheated. So, yeah. um, so anyway, so I kept running, got past my penalty, um, Again, just like that, it was it was a really, really mentally challenging like two hours. Like it was just I yeah. kept having to remind myself. I kept counting down. I'm like, all right, I have an hour left. I have 45 minutes left. I have 30 minutes left. I kept comparing those numbers to like things in daily life. Like I okay. was like, 45 minutes or I have like 30 minutes. Like that's an episode of you know a show that I watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 20 minutes. Like that's how long it takes me for whatever. Um, and so that was kind of helping me to like push through it, but, yeah. um, yeah, one of my favorite moments of the day was almost towards the end, some kid, cause there were all these like stations throughout the whole thing. There were like yeah. hundreds of volunteers. They were all amazing. They'd offer you water, Gatorade. They had like Coca-Cola and Red Bull on the side, oh, too, wow. which I okay. thought was funny. Yeah. I had zero appetite for energy drinks that like sounded horrible yeah. to me on, at the time, but 
um, had a couple of bananas from those people and okay. it was awesome. But one of the kids towards the very end, it was getting so warm, like the sun was shining, it was hot. And he's like, do you want me to splash you? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, do it. And as he was saying, do you want to splash you? His mom was like, oh, stop asking people. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, splash no, me. Please. So he, he had a cup full of water and he's like, chucked it at me. Oh and my gosh. I got, it was like cold water, super refreshing. And that, yeah. I think that, that helped push me through the last couple of miles, but uh, I love um, it. so that was one of my favorite moments. And then another moment that I, that was great was, um, at the very beginning before the swim, I was feeling like anxious or whatever. And the lady that was standing right next to me had, she's got to be 75 to 80 years I'm old. telling you, that's something I want to talk about is who I yeah. saw in that race. Okay, go on. And I, as soon as I saw her and she was just like the sweet old lady, like, yeah. like, like looks like some, anybody's grandma and mm -hmm. great grandma. She, she mm -hmm. was older on the older mm -hmm. side. Mm -hmm. And I was like, if she can do it, I can do it. Mm -hmm. Like <laughs> if this lady can do it, I can do it. So that I, re I reminded myself of that a few times, like, yeah. especially other people I would see too. Like not every, there were a lot of people there that were in really good shape. Like a lot of you know, yes. elite athletes, like yes. very fit people with their very fancy bikes and like very intimidating, honestly, some of the people that were there. Yeah. yeah. But there were also people that were there that I was like, wow, like anybody can do this. Like, this is, it, yeah. Yeah. I, I, that is exactly what caught my attention as we were standing watching people come, you know, up the hill where, where we were cheering you on. Um, the people that passed us, I mean, all different ages, yeah. all different body types. There was one guy who came and I'm like, this is a professional athlete. He just, I mean, he looked like he was just getting started and we were towards the end of the finish line. Like we were, yeah. we were close to the end. So, but I did see quite a few people who were well over the hill and yeah. I mean, doing it like, yeah. and had to do the whole, everybody who was there did the exact same race as you, right? This, there wasn't yeah. like a mix of anything else, right? Yeah. Okay. The, the only, the only thing that there was, was some people did it as like a relay. So some people would do one person swims, one person okay. bikes, one person runs, which yeah. I, I saw a couple people that were doing that, but still, I mean, all those distances are impressive. You, even if it's just, they're oh, doing the, the one, the one thing. So, yeah. um, yeah, I was super, yeah, just inspired by like all the, the variety of people that were there. Um, yeah. so I, yeah, the whole day I so I guess I'll finish. So I was finishing the run i saw you and your family like towards the very end which yeah. was awesome um and then the last like little bit is just like everybody like there's hundreds of people there everybody's yes. cheering you on everybody's yeah. like saying such nice things and then go through the finish line there they shout out your name they say where you're from and i just like yeah so so relieving that feeling afterwards i was just like it was a mixture of complete exhaustion yep. with just like this feeling of relief from being done and just yeah. like, just like this sense of pride and just, yeah. I don't even know. Just I mean, very overwhelming. Incredibly overwhelming. Has to yeah. be. And you just, I mean, did you cry? Did you, did you like? Oh yeah. I've cried so many times. I literally like, I keep, I feel like my emotions are very high right now. Like I yeah, keep yeah, think, yeah. thinking of little things. Like even I was telling Brian about the kid that splashed me with a cup of water. And yeah. for some reason that like choked me up. Like, yeah just recounting that made me super emotional yesterday. So yeah. yeah, just having everybody there. Like, yeah, I've, I've probably cried like at least 10 times in the last two days. I mean, understandably, I feel yeah. like what, what a special experience I felt. I, I mean, I can't even tell you tracking the app. I felt a little emotional getting updates. 
Like I'm doing, I'm literally, yeah. I'm like walking Stella around the block and I'm like, oh, he's doing it. Like, so I couldn't, I cannot fathom being in your shoes, going through all that, having these moments of like, if I just do this, then that. Yeah. Like, and then, I mean, seeing the finish line, having all these, that's got to be incredible. Yeah. Like, I never want to do this, but at the same time, like, what an experience. <laughs> yeah. No, it was that, that feeling afterwards is, is kind of hard to explain. Yeah. Um, I, I needed to sit down immediately. Of like, course. <laughs> I, I, there were other people that were, had just crossed the finish line that were super peppy. Like, like, no, so. I don't trust it. Yeah. I'm like, how are you? I, I don't know. I was not, my mom and Brian were right there at the finish line and I was like, wanting to like be energetic for them but I just like feel like I needed to collapse so yeah. I <laughs> I was yeah well we definitely walked out of through, it we walked through like crowds after you finished we were walking through people to come hang out with you guys and it was very fascinating because there's some people who were like tailgating like they were like drinking and celebrating and, like I'm yeah. like oh you're like partying now I don't know if I would be tempted to put alcohol in my body immediately after but you guys are doing that and then there's other people. I remember I saw this one guy, he was walking and he, something fell and he went to pick it up and he like, his whole body was trembling. Like oh, yeah. I was like, I honestly don't know. And he made a comment to somebody else. Like, he's like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to pass this back to you. Cause something had rolled down the hill. And he's <laughs> like, I don't even think I could get this back to you. Um, so it was like this very, like, I just felt like there are some people who were having the time of their lives. And there were other yeah. people who I'm like, I don't know if they're going to make it to their vehicle to get home. Like I was, I was crazy. definitely more, more in that second camp. Like I was, my legs were pretty useless at that point. Um, yeah. Like I said earlier, like the, the hour or so after the race was pretty like regathering all my stuff. Like I had to ride my bike back to where the, that, my car was parked. Mm -mm. Um, that whole couple hours afterwards was really rough <laughs> for me. Yeah. Um, I, I still that insane feeling of accomplishment, but just like so ready to be showered and just like crashed on my couch. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And I did like, as soon as I got home, I put my stuff away. I took a shower and I, I think I was on my couch from like 6 PM and I ended up just falling asleep on the couch and I got out of bed at like 8 AM this morning. Oh <laughs> so gosh. yeah, over probably 13 hours of sleep at least. Um, Good. and yeah, definitely needed it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh yeah. And then appetite wise, like I was expecting to be super hungry afterwards yeah. and I wasn't, I had zero appetite. Um, I looked on my like health app and it's, it says that I burned like over 6,000 calories yesterday, oh, yeah. um, mm -hmm. which is insane, but I had zero appetite. So I, yeah. I ended up look, looking up like what I could and shouldn't eat. And I ended up ordering Chipotle and had like a, a little bit of a quesadilla and then, okay. um, passed out brian got me some i'm not drinking this month so brian got me some like non-alcoholic champagne and oh, made fun. us yeah. mimosas which is fun oh my gosh um and yeah it was super sweet like just having having everyone there's support and it meant so much to me like my my mom ordered these like custom shirts that yes. said like austin miller fan club or something yep. um and you all had signs and that was that definitely helped helped push me through yeah i mean you realize this is like a huge accomplishment. Like I do realize. Yes. <laughs> this isn't just like a, Oh, I went for a little, you know, this or that. And I mean, yeah. to me that this was a really big deal.
Okay. I definitely trained more for this than anything else I ever have in my yeah. life. Like I, I had more time and anticipation that went into this than, yeah, I think pretty much anything else. So, so question for you, would okay. you do this again? I've been asking myself that. So yesterday in the, I don't know, during yesterday, like in the run, I was thinking about that and I was like, there's no way. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way. Like but, last, first and last. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I could see, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not quite sure to commit <laughs> to that yeah. yet. I could see maybe doing another half, um, half Ironman at some point. The full Ironman is just like another beast that I don't know if I even want to subject my body to. Yeah. Um, I did, I talked to a couple of people afterwards that one guy, he was, uh, he had done this same race last year, the same half Ironman last year. And then he did a full Ironman in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, I think last mm. year. Okay. And he said that one he knew was going to be like the hardest thing he'd ever done. Yeah. But he's like, he went into a really dark place yeah. like <laughs> during the race. Like it was really, really mentally hard to, yeah. to push through that, which I imagine, I mean, even yesterday was felt that sure. way. So yeah. the full Ironman, I don't know. I I'm before I even signed up for this half Ironman, my intent was to do a full Ironman and it's still something I could see doing, but, um, I don't know. I don't know if I, I want to put my body through that. I don't know if I want to put my, my mind through that. It's, right. it's yeah. I feel like, yeah, I'm going to save that decision for a later day. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. I feel like here's the thing. We both know I'm not, I'm not even a 5k person. Like don't <laughs> even get, but I've had two children. And I feel like when it comes to experiences like this, where you're pushing your body, so in labor, yeah. it's like, apparently, immediately after, I, after our first daughter, Alice, was born, I told Chad, like, we're never having any more kids. Like, we will not do this. But then yeah. something happens. And I've talked to lots of moms who were like, your body, your mind, you forget yeah. what you've gone through, you know, and over time. And so I'm curious to see once kind of the dust settles, I know you've got some more physical challenges the rest of the month, but as things settle if there becomes a moment where you kind of like forget some of the negativity and you know, who knows? I could definitely see that happening. Yeah. Do you I, use I also what you love... did yesterday to qualify for something? Um, no. And okay. there's, there's certain ones. I mean, you could have. So the, the, I think the top like 40 people that, that finished yesterday qualified for like the um, Ironman world championship or something okay. in New, Ze New Zealand. So that's kind of cool. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I could sign up for a full Ironman without having to qualify for it. Oh, there's, okay. There's, there's certain ones you can or cannot do. Okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm, I could definitely see, I, I really enjoy biking. Like it's definitely a hobby of mine that I yeah. love now. Um, I think I do want to do the Seattle to Portland race next year. That's oh, cool. like a hundred something mile race on the bike. Okay. Um, I definitely enjoy running, um, swimming. It's like growing on me a little bit. Like I, okay. I could see continuing to do that, but, um. Yeah, I'm, that's that's something I need to decide soon. If I want to do another one, if I want to um, maybe do a full, like if so, I I'll probably want to continue training. Yeah. Um, just so that uh, I don't lose my momentum of our sure, started, sure. So, okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, that was that was that was the Iron Man. That was the Iron Man. Well. Yeah. Any okay, I feel like it's still it's probably still a little bit fresh. I feel like we can kind of keep coming back to being like, okay, <laughs> now that it's been a week, now it's been two weeks, da, da, da. Um, yeah, I have my, my mug, I have my hat. Look like, at you I'm, are decked out. 
<laughs> yeah. So I was thinking about, I was like, man, it's just, I can't, I have such a hard time even like imagining. And then this memory popped up in my head today of a, of a bike ride that I went on that we were with some friends in Sancadia and we got lost. Have I told you this story? I don't think so. Like, okay. <laughs> um, so first of all, let me just paint you the picture of us in Sancadia getting bikes. We didn't bring bikes. We're like renting them from Sancadia. And myself and my friend Sydney are maybe under five feet, both of us. And so instead of getting actual bikes with gears, we got little like kid cruiser bikes <laughs> because our feet reached, you know, yeah. we were like, this makes sense. And um, so we are on our little beach cruisers and everybody else has like geared bikes and we start going. And this was, um, I want to say 2018 or 19. This was a little while ago. And the reason that's important is because Sankadia was under construction at the time. And so as we were riding our bikes, we got a little lost. And because of the construction, a lot of the roads were closed. And so it went from this very much like, oh, we're having the time of our lives and we're cruising through Sankadia to all of a sudden, like nobody was talking. Nobody was like, we were all kind of like, where are we? What's happening? At one point, I remember the trail we were on was no longer a trail. It was like rocks and dirt. And like, so we hopped off and we were like, I remember pushing the bike up like vertical up to get to like the top of this like cliff because we were so lost. We were like just trying to get high and like see where we were at. Um, and eventually what Chad told, cause Chad's with me, Chad told us later, he, from where we were from a vantage point, he could see the resort across the way and realized how far we were from it. He was able to like manage, manage back. Um, the worst part was maybe this might have been like a, 10 miles, Austin, like, hear me now. This was no 57 plus. This was maybe 10 to 12 miles. Um, I was so sore that night from this bike ride. We were sitting in the hot tub. I was like trying to put my hips in the jet. Like I was trying to like lean and I was so, I couldn't even do that. It was so painful. I had to go like lay on my stomach and like, just, I was, I was toast. So yeah. because of that, you know exactly like, how I'm feeling. Well, first of all, I can relate. Um, <laughs> but because I'm just like, that experience alone, it's like, that's how my body reacted to a 10-mile yeah. bike ride that was highly technical. But uh, yeah, I just, I couldn't, I, and I also have a thing, whether it's walking, biking, hiking, I don't, I don't care what the activity is that we're doing. My brain is constantly thinking, as far as we go forward, we have to also go back and it yeah. keeps me from wanting to go too far. I'm like, yeah. we have to, we have to turn around. Like we, so I don't know. I have a, a weird like psychology PTSD from that trip. <laughs> that's caused me to be like, just don't do it. It'll never be the same. <laughs> It'll never be the same. It's not worth it. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe we should do a bike ride sometime. Okay. Well, listen, <laughs> get me one of those. What was it? The fancy $5, bikes. $5,000 bikes. And oh, I'm my gosh. going to go. Um, okay. Before right, we well, go. We what I was going to say, do we, do we want to, do we want to debrief on the other stuff or should we save it for next time? I just want to, where are we ahead. at timing wise? 55. Oof. I have a couple of fun facts about your dreams. Do you want to hear them? Shoot. Yeah. Go for it. Do you remember how we talked last week about your dreams? Oh, I remember the bugs. First of all, I've seen a lot of 
it's not tiny dots. It's tiny holes. Holes, yeah. It's holes. I've seen a lot of that lately, and I think of you, and I'm like, he would not like it here. Um, it's tri- tripophobia is tripophobia. the fear of holes. That's yeah. it. Okay. So last week you mentioned you've had these dreams where you wake up and you're confident that there is a bug or a spider yeah. in your bed. Uh, Chad's suggestion, indigestion. Something okay. about if you, he was like so confident. He was, he was like, I, I said, oh, isn't this interesting? And he's like, that's indigestion. We were on a walk together and we were listening to the podcast on our walk and he pulled out his AirPod. He's like, that's indigestion. That's what that is. <laughs> it was so like, I was like, okay. It was so, somebody else said, it's a message. If you remember your dream, it's actually a message and that's science. And that came from Piper, my eight-year-old. <laughs> so, she was like, if that. you forget your dream, then it's not really anything. If you remember it, that's actually a message and that's science. Um, okay. Okay. Right. And then, okay. So actually the interwebs, this is what they say. In dreams, spiders characterize our fears of what may suddenly materialize in our lives. They represent all the terrifying things that may unexpectedly scuttle out of the shadows. Because dream symbolism is highly subjective, a spider in one person's dream may not mean the same thing as in another's. I mean, that's what you're going to get across the board. What's truth for one person is not truth for others. But this was saying, it's this idea of like, oh, something might happen. And I'm nervous about that. Which is similar to another one that said, it's commonly believed that the presence of insects in your dream may be a sign that you're mentally exhausted and stressed in your life. Like you're like, what if something what if something happens and then this little critter in your dream is like, yeah. it's like the same, you know, metaphor. I had, I had quite a few dream interpreters slide Did into my DMs. people give you feedback? Yeah. They slid into my DMs after last week's episode and mostly it was this similar, what you just said. It was caused by like stress or anxiety or, you know, s- stuff going on in life. So, which makes sense. I do have, I have been a little stressed lately. With yeah. the yeah, the house and all the other the Iron Man, but all that stuff. This has been a so. dream since your childhood. So just lifelong you just stress. Run on this like level of anxiousness. Hey, but you're using it for good, you know. Hey, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's well, my dream facts. Thanks for thanks for debriefing with me on the Iron Man thanks today. For, it was nice. Thanks for being willing to chat after the day yeah. that you had. Unbelievable. Feel, as long as I'm able to sit down, I'm, I'm good. Okay. You I do still need to, the camera. No, just I, <laughs> I do still need to hit my ten thousand steps today, which is a bummer. So I'm, I'm gonna sorry. take. I think yeah. yesterday that should bleed into the next week. Yeah, I that's wish that. Enough. I wish that's how it worked. But <gasps> Stevie's Stevie's ready for a walk, so I'm gonna take her around the neighborhood okay. and get that over with. Well, Good stretch stretch happy, out the legs. Happy early birthday to Stevie and Stella. I know. Turning two, two, two days. Day. Mm-hmm. I know. Should do a birthday party. Okay, let's do it. Okay, thanks, Jamie. Okay, talk to you later. See you later. Bye. Bye.